Sanctions have been imposed on 82 individuals and 29 companies. German payment provider Wirecard went bankrupt on Russia has launched an unprecedented disinformation campaign against Billions of dollars have been found in various offshore accounts. Welcome to Integrity Insights, the Berlin Risk Podcast. Hello everyone. So I'm finally managed to record another episode, uh, which uh, I have to apologize, this took a little longer than with the previous ones, but I hope I can make up for it with some really good content. Uh, I had a conversation with Henrik Walt, a Norwegian journalist and, a, and an instructor at the Norwegian Institute of Journalism. Uh, I actually met Henrik at a recent Bellingcat workshop and we had a lot of conversations about the use of artificial intelligence for open source investigations and and uh, just uh, internet research in general. And I thought it would be a really good idea to kind of bring this conversation online as uh, this is obviously very relevant for certainly everyone in our field, but uh, I think really anyone doing uh, online research, which I think these days is pretty much anyone. So yeah, let's uh, jump straight into it. Hi, Henrik. Welcome on the podcast. Uh, hi, Philip. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thank you, Henrik. I hope uh, everything is well in Norway. Uh, right. Let's start with some introduction. Uh, what is your What is your story? What 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 is you know What is your educational background? Your career background? Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I'm a journalist trainer uh, at the Norwegian Institute of uh, of Journalism right now. Um, I'm a journalist by uh, education and by uh, by careers. I've been uh, a journalist for 25 years. I've been an editor for two years. Been a project manager for God knows how long. Uh, and I've had a lot of technical roles uh, in um, in uh, the public broadcaster in uh, in Norway. Um, so basically, I've been working with a lot of uh, digital projects, uh, but I've also been doing uh, open source intelligence in Faktisk um, uh, um, Verifiserbar, sort of the unit that was uh, created after um, after the outbreak of the uh, Ukrainian war. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I am. Thank you. And you studied journalism, but then you also studied front end development. Is that correct? Yes, yes, uh, that's correct. That's quite unusual. No, I mean, for for a journalist to also have this more technical technical background, like what what led you in that in that direction? I think that's uh, just a sign of the times. Uh, journalists need to branch out. They need to to keep learning, and we need more technical uh, journalists. We need more data journalists. We need more people who can, you know, look at a spreadsheet and uh, and uh, make sense of it and uh, and. Uh, construct it in such a fashion that you can actually tell new stories and this is this is kind of what you teach currently at the the norwegian institute of journalism is that is that correct yeah no uh, normally i would be uh, teaching open source intelligence uh and uh and ai uh usage safe usage of ai for journalists and, uh, and editors is that's my main focus at the moment but uh, i do do uh, a lot of uh, a lot of osint training and a lot of um, consulting for uh, smaller newsrooms. And when you say AI, uh, I mean this is obviously a very broad topic. Right. Is there something that you, something specific that you focus on in your in your courses, or how does it how does it work? 
Yeah, sure. Um, mainly uh, right now, what I'm doing is uh, is uh, so focusing on what's what's safe, how how to get started doing uh, using AI for um, for uh, journalistic purposes uh, without actually uh, uh, either making um, the newsroom uh, unsafe. Um, I mean, in terms of uh, privacy and uh, unpublished material. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm teaching uh, people exactly what AI is at the moment and what it does and what it doesn't do. And obviously what you shouldn't, uh, definitely shouldn't do uh, when, it comes to, uh, when it comes to using any of the, uh, the um, generative models. That's my main focus at the moment, but I'm also doing, um, we're developing a, a course, a two-day course for uh, for using AI in journalistic research. And I mean, it's, it's an exercise in humility every time uh, I stand up and, and try to make some sense of it to people because it happens, everything just changes from one day to the next. So it's, it's all a matter of trying to, trying to um, yeah, keep up with the train that's running. And I mean, obviously, I understand that the the courses they probably last uh, over a period of uh, I don't know, a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. But if you were to kind of summarize, you know, in a most succinct way possible, uh, basically your main kind of advice to to journalists about how to use this technology in a, in a safe way, how would you how would you do that? I would definitely definitely uh, tell them to be curious. Uh, tell them to be curious and to experiment and to, for God's sake, keep any and all sensitive data away from uh, from these models. But try and play with uh, with the uh, with the AI and um, you know keep uh, see if you can have some some uh, low level projects that you uh, that you can uh, envision AI helping you to solve uh, the generative models. That is. Um, I mean, just uh, create a project and uh, let uh, just let your uh, playful side come out. So you would definitely recommend people not putting any, yeah, as you said, any sensitive sensitive data in that in, yeah. in that model. And yeah, uh, if we're looking at uh, if we're looking at Chat GPT, they're uh, an open AI. They're not very forthcoming with what they train uh, their model on. Uh, so. Knowing what goes into the next training set is uh, is obviously an issue. Um, you should always compartmentalize your your information so that uh, any any sensitive uh, issues, such as uh, you know uh, privacy issues or or contacts, any information that can be uh, used to identify uh, sources, just keep it the hell away from from uh, from ai and well, as you would as a normal investigative journalist you would you would uh, take really good care of that information and keep it uh, separate from you know your 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 open sort of open um, computer systems so it's it's just basically uh, basically just keep uh, the computer security uh, mindset even when using ai Well, especially when using AI. So is it, is it is it somehow even more important than, let's say, you know, if I'm used to just typing things, uh, names, 
whether it's companies, individuals into Google, mm. uh, that's obviously also not uh, secure, uh, but then basically doing exact same thing with the uh, uh, language yeah. models like ChatGPT. Yeah. Is that is there even more of a uh, an issue? You can use an example for this. Um, if you were to uh, give ChatGPT access to unpublished material, say you uh, have a block of text that you want to that you want to somehow work with in ChatGPT, but it's not been published and it and it contains some uh, some uh, information that's not uh, known out there. Um, well, theoretically, if you were to share that information with ChatGPT, uh, the information could be made uh, available for someone else. Uh, at the same time, looking uh, at the same, looking for the same information, looking for the same, uh, the same field of uh, of information, and uh, and that obviously should that should be uh, as a journalist uh, a huge no no. Uh, in terms of, well, you know, the, the unpublished material you should never share with anyone. But the over, overruling principle here is um, is to involve AI as close to publication as uh, as possible, uh, just to minimize the risk. Is it maybe? Uh, I mean, I, obviously, this wouldn't be a probably wouldn't be an option for really small organizations, but for larger organizations, would it be a a potential solution to develop their own? Uh, yeah, chatbots. Yes, definitely, and uh, it is. You know, it's uh, it's it's coming more and more. Um, OpenAI is is famously closed in uh, in uh, how they train their their uh, ChatGPT, but there are other other um, also Norwegian uh, companies uh, creating their own uh, GPTs, and we we have had um, a few. A few projects in uh, the Verificeba, the uh, the OSINT uh, unit where I've been working, where um, we do have a, uh, a tank classifier and um, a language recognizer for use uh, in um, content from the war. Uh, so it is possible. It is definitely possible. It is supremely possible, and uh, something every news, every larger news organization should be should be looking into doing. And if you go, if you go back to the like to the basics like if uh, so you you are talking to journalists uh, mm. or people that anyone who needs to uh, research information on the internet and they have no really prior experience with uh, with these chatbots like ChatGPT uh, what are the most basic kind of ways people can use this technology to simplify their work that's a very good question i would say uh, language wise uh, keep it away It'll never replace, uh, at least not in its current state, it will never replace a journalist. Um, it can help you summarize uh, huge um, huge amounts of text, PDFs, uh, that kind of thing. Um, and GPT-4 has uh, just a suite of really, really nice tools. Um, the advanced data analysis can give you um, a lot faster visualization of uh, of data and of, um, uh, really complicated data sets it can uh, strengthen your reporting that in that sense uh, but this is for research purposes not for publication purposes i would never use it for 
to um, replace my written text at all. It's just not good enough. Yeah, it's 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 a support. It's not a it's not a replacement. And and for for summaries, uh, because from my experience, I I also use this technology to, like to summarize text, but I feel like I always need to. I on, I can only do it if I understand the text. I still need to read the text, and then instead of summarizing myself, I can ask ChatGPT to, to to summarize it. Yeah. Uh, because at the moment, I, I I just feel like the technology is not fully reliable. I cannot just rely on it to uh, to summarize the text without me really like knowing the knowing the source information. Uh, oh, exactly. And I was wondering, I was wondering, do you think this is something that will change in the future? That the technology will just become more reliable in that sense? That you won't really even need to know the source information? That is another great question, Philip. Um, yes, the, the the short answer is yes. Uh, With a caveat, I would always uh, check summaries. I would always check information. I would always treat it as any other human source. You wouldn't trust uh, a single source of information, would you? Right. You would always check. And it's the same thing with AI. Uh, it, it doesn't give you... Uh, it won't solve all your problems, but it, it, it will be a, a great uh, support for a lot of the menial tasks. Um Right now, the, the greatest things uh, for us is transcription of, uh, of uh, interviews uh, and summaries of meetings. I, I do use that for uh, non-sensitive meetings. I, uh, I transcribe, uh, transcribe the meetings and then I, um, I upload them to GPT and then I, uh, I, I have meeting notes that I can converse with. Uh, which I think is a is a is a great uh, a great tool, great strength. But but again, it's a it's a support function. It's not uh, it's not part of the the publication or the writing. If you understand. Mm. And uh, another big question, obviously related to ChatGPT, is the the prompting, um, mm. which seems to really be again from my experience, it's 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 that 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 seems to be really like the most important part like the better question you ask the better results you get can you yeah, can you talk a little bit about that yeah of course uh the uh, uh it's the same with uh, with the dali and the mid journey the more you know the more uh the more concise your your uh, prompts are of course the better the output the so uh the better the photographer asking for uh, an image in mid journey the better the output will be because they just have more knowledge of, of what they want same with journalists uh, same with anyone who's used to producing text and uh, and uh, used to asking sources for information the more succinctly and the more precise uh, the um, the uh, the question the the better the more precise the the answer but again with the prompts it's it's possible to to improve uh, improve the answers uh, through this uh, conversation that you will have with uh, gpt4 and it's a, it's a great thing that you're not uh, actually being judged by the by the interview uh, <laughs> object you could just ask all the the dumb questions you want <laughs> and is it is it is it something you you feel like people as they use this technology they they continuously improve uh, with making these prompts or is it something that you would recommend maybe people take some courses on or how do you how do you yeah. do that i would again i would i would go ahead and uh, just learn as much as uh, as you can and there are some 
some great prompts out there that uh, that will. Well, I use an iterative prompt that uh, that helps me develop uh, really, really precise uh, prompts when I don't what, know what, what I'm doing. What was what was that? Sorry, an iterative prompt, like a um, a prompt that will improve uh, a prompt that will improve your prompt. It'll um, you'll. Uh, you can add it as a custom instruction to your chat GPT, but it, essentially it's uh, instructing GPT to act as a prompt engineer for you. Um, and uh, what you'll get back is, uh, is a revised prompt and, you know, five, six, seven really good questions that uh, GPT-4 will use then uh, to further um, refine the prompt. Uh, I did that with, uh, for my wife, she's a, she's a garlic farmer or she wants to be a garlic farmer, uh, long story, uh, <laughs> pandemic, uh, related, but, um, she needed a business plan. So, uh, we started with this iterative prompt. Uh, she is the kind of, uh, technological Luddite that'll usually just, if, if something, um, isn't working, if, if the remote isn't working, it takes about three seconds until it hits the wall. <laughs> but for this 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 uh, this this prompting here was amazing because it's um it did ask her really good questions it felt like uh for her it felt like she was talking to someone who knew what they were what they were on about so she answered the the questions and uh it made her a business plan in 7 8 minutes she had uh, something concrete to to work with um which is, you know, it's not anything original, but uh, but uh, what you put in is what you get out of GPT, really. Mm. And um, another question I wanted to ask you was because you already, you already mentioned it yourself, this uh, DALI and uh, Midjourney, so this AI models that, ha- that help you uh, create an images or i mean you you'll explain it better obviously how these uh, how this how these tool, tools work but yeah there's a lot of uh, kind of um, issues related to reg- regarding copyright so um, what is yeah. your what is your stance on that um i have used uh, gpt to to copy the style of, uh, of comedians when asking for text uh, and i mean it it looks like they've been uh, taking some some form of uh, of steps to to stop uh, copyrighted issues. Uh, I've had a few prompts uh, return with, uh, "I'm sorry, I can't do that for you. It's copyrighted." Uh, mm. This was regarding you know uh, translating songs, that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's um, it is an, a major issue. Um, it has been an issue in Norway as well that uh, GPT was trained on uh, books, for instance, written by Norwegian authors without their without their knowledge. Um, but I mean, the, the the fear of what's coming out in the other end, I think, is um, I wouldn't say it's unfounded, but I think it's um, it's the fear is maximized. Um, you could never replace um, a great uh, work of fiction or you could never copy a great work of fiction um, from uh, a great author and have it sound natural. And, you know, you, you lack the divine spark that, that a human will, will give to any sort of uh, 
any sort of um, artistic uh, material. So I think you could you could probably produce quite a lot of mediocre content. Um, not probably, of course you can. You can you can produce uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of mediocre and pretty poor content. So I think um, people who want to um, keep producing mediocre content should worry. I think they're the ones who who will be. Uh, <laughs> will have problems in, in the future um but uh yeah the, the true artists uh, musicians the authors uh anyone who produces uh copyrighted material that is of high standards they have nothing to worry about i think okay um and i also wanted to ask you when we go back to chat gpt again there is the uh, free version the 3.5 version mm. and then there is the the paid version mm. uh which you Uh, would you recommend everyone uh, using the the paid for version, or is there what is the what is the difference between the two? All depends on usage, I think. Uh, for anyone just uh, wanting to test it out, just do the free version. Um, the uh, GPT four will give you a lot more um, a lot more options. Uh, I use the advanced data analysis quite a lot. Um, uh, it will allow you to upload files. Um, um, and I think uh, the GPT-4 is for someone who wants to go somewhere with uh, with what they do with AI. Um, you get access to the APIs, uh, to the OpenAI API, so you can create your own tools. Um, for smaller newsrooms, I don't think that's all that interesting. Um, but it does open some doors when it comes to uh, information security yeah uh, the uh, if you if you pay for uh, open ai the, uh, the 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 end user uh, license agreement will uh, will uh, state that they do not use uh, your material for further training so and if you if you do trust open ai that will be a safer solution for your newsroom um yeah. do you do you do you trust open ai in this specific sense no the the big issue here i think with ai is that the evolution of ai has uh, really just been uh, handed to uh, tech companies and uh, developers and uh, the social sciences are so far behind on this that um i would never i would never trust any of these tech companies they're thinking profits they're thinking development they're thinking evolution revolution And uh, I think a lot of uh, privacy has uh, really been uh, left behind. A lot of um, there's a huge uh, problem we're facing uh, in the coming years because everyone's been treated as uh, not as uh, human beings in uh, training of these uh, these uh, language models. They've been treated as uh, data subjects. Uh, so there's so much here that uh will be unpacked in the coming years uh, that'll you know be it will be huge issues for us as a society so i wouldn't trust them no and i imagine that th the future is uh it's it's definitely going in this direction right i mean there i mean i guess mo most people in the world are still i assume googling when they want to find out basic information about whatever they would go mm -hmm to google uh, type something mm. into the search box there how do you how do you view the future in in, in that sense 
uh, in terms of just searching information online? No, searching information is uh, Google is still uh, not a perfect product. Um, and are you thinking of AI will replace Google? Mm. Because uh, I mean, I've been I've been seeing that, for instance, the uh, like Bing is has been integrating. Uh, this technology mm. into their search search models, and I don't know what I don't know what Google has been doing, but uh, I just wonder how the future will look in that in that regard. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's famously uh, last words to uh, to try and, uh, and uh, predict anything, anything. <laughs> but I think, uh, everything is going really, really fast. Mm. The big game changer is on its way uh, when you have. Personal assistants, uh, you know, Alexa or Siri or uh, or Hey Google, <laughs> they will be uh, when they uh, are connected more thoroughly to um, generative AI. That'll be a huge difference. I think a lot of people will who are not today using using any of the traditional uh, news media will you know, just keep getting their information some other way. And I think AI will replace a lot of that. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I think uh, news organizations are going to be more important in the future because there will be a lot more generative, uh, pardon my French, garbage out there. Um, so hopefully, from a journalistic uh, point of view, uh, journalism will be more important. Um interpreting the world around us will be more important it will be a, a massive role for journalists in the coming years um and i do think a lot of people will get their information from some kind of digital assistant wow the brave new world well henrik thank you very much for your time and the this conversation i feel like i really learned a lot and uh yeah we will make sure to redo this conversation once uh there's a need for it but until then uh take care bye bye uh you too Philip. <laughs> <laughs>